Are you struggling to believe that there is a purpose for your life? That after all you've been through, seen or done, that there's a chance you'll ever find peace and wholeness again? Welcome to Love and Be Loved. This podcast explores what matters to us the most. Overcoming adversity, success stories on relationships with God, ourselves, and others. Now here is your host, Lena Sibula. I'm so glad for you to listen in today. We have a special guest today. Her name is Tanisha Jordan or Nisi Jordan. She said, I want to let people who have faced challenges of molestation or any abuse or attempted suicide that there is light at the end of the tunnel. We just have to learn to begin the healing process. Nisi is behind closed door author. She suffered years of sexual abuse from multiple family members, years of physical abuse from her ex-spouse, and she kept this trauma tucked away in her heart for decades. In her new book, Behind Closed Doors, she shares the pathway she took to get free from these traumatic events. And she believes that far too many people carry around the weight of painful things that happen to them behind the closed doors. And it's her goal to help them to understand that there is hope and there is the pathway to freeing your mind from a dark past. And most importantly, she would like to give encouragement to speak out. And she said, if my story can add value to men and women, I love to see that happen. Welcome, Nisi, to Love and Beloved podcast. Hello, thank you for having me. Awesome. I'd like to start with your life story. Please tell us a little bit about yourself and where is your journey begins. Okay, so I was born Tanisha Plowden. I am from um, up northeast Ohio, um, from Lorraine, small city. I'm outside of Cleveland. I'm currently living here in Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, a mother, wife, grandmother, and an author now, newly <laughs> author. Um, so basically, my story starts when I was seven, where I was molested and uh, from family members, as well as outside of family, a friend's stepdad, I believe, or mother's boyfriend, whatever he was. Uh, so I went through some molestation there, uh, physical, mental abuse uh, with my second husband. And I also attempted suicide because of all of the things that I had gone through um, throughout my life. You know, the toughest was being molested by family members. So it took a toll on me throughout my life and caused a lot of issues for me. Um, and it was just, it was a struggle. It was a big struggle. Wow. Honestly, until I start sharing my story and hearing other people's story, until I open up, I always thought I got divorced. And that's why I was hiding and shaming guilt and condemnation. But when I hear the story of people molesting the children, it breaks my heart. My heart cries out for you. And I'm so grateful that you survive and make it and sharing this with other people because there's someone who needs to hear that because I think number one guilt that that the kids have because they don't understand why this is happening that it's their fault and that's where the mental abuse so severe that you almost took your 
on life like what's right. going through your head like how are you okay to talk about this deeper and little bit details because i just want people to know that they're not alone and they probably thinking the same thing what was yeah. like going through your head how did it start and why you thought there's no more any solution just to take your own life well you know when it happened to me as a, a child um i didn't know what to do because again i'm seven and it happened for a few years and being told by you know your grandfather your uncle don't say anything you know um you just don't because that's what you're told and so as i got older i realized then i didn't really know if that was a good thing or bad i didn't know so as i got older i realized this is this was not okay this is not okay so um i'm holding all of this in and of course when you hold stuff in you begin to get angry because you have no outlet um and that was me and so i was destructive i mean i was fighting i was angry attitude relationships going bad um and so with all of that you know the thoughts of suicide hit because for me nothing in my life is going right and i'm like really not knowing why and so as time progresses you know years progress as i get older again like i said going through you know being in a relationship or a marriage that's like why am i like this why is this going bad why you know um and not realizing it stems from the abuse um so suicide is all i knew because it's like if nothing is going the way it's supposed to go or the way i want it to go what what am i here for but at the time of trying to commit suicide a couple of times it was always something telling me that's not the answer so i i and then i had kids that was the the last time i tried to commit suicide that was the biggest thing i have kids and there was just another way to handle the situation and taking my life was not going to help so uh went a different route <laughs> that's amazing honestly it's not easy to go through trauma especially like when you don't know how to deal with that take us long time to figure out what's trigger us and well i i speak for myself as well i'm over 40 years old and i'm still have things that triggers me and i'm like wow i have ptsd about this and i didn't even know until this situation arise and i'm thinking oh i thought i was already completely healed Yeah. and then something happens and i'm like whoa i didn't know it's make me feel like this why does it make me feel like this and it took me a while to figure out and by myself and with help of and therapist and counseling to dig actually deeper in those layers that i try to camouflage i agree with you honestly guys there is different avenues to healing and don't be uh, apologetic the way you take in just knowing your life is precious and just end it your life it's not solution it is sounds like a way out but it's not a solution i would like to ask you this how has your faith helped you overcome challenges and difficulties 
it helped tremendously. Um, let me say that counseling did not help me. I tried three times and it didn't help me. And so um, for me to trust someone is for me to be able to talk to you about my issue. And so being that I could not do that or talk to anyone else, my dad always and my mom always instilled, you know, the Lord in us. We grew up in a home believing in God. Um, so the next best thing was to pray. My dad always told me prayer works. So whenever I was going through, you know, any flashbacks or just negative thoughts or feelings, I would always just pray and I would cry. Not always crying because I was upset, but it was more of, you know, just talking to the Lord and just, I, I would throw my hands up and just say, say Jesus, you know, just doing things like that. Um, it helped me a lot. And I had to realize that I had to stand still. And that's one thing for me. I had to sit still, though I may have gone through what I've gone through or was still going through some things. God always told me to stand still. And I had to listen. And that's what I did. It took a long time <laughs> to get through it, but there was something else that he had for me. And so I had to be, you know, I had to believe that I was going to be okay. And at the end of it, I was okay. I mean, there's still some, you know, that one person, I'm never going to be a hundred percent. However, you know, that one percent, something's going to bother me. But again, I have to go back and just pray about it and, you know, get through it. So praying for me helps a lot. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, it's a process. And I think very interesting, because when you say you have to learn to be still, it doesn't mean that nothing gonna be happening. That part, <laughs> actually, in the Bible, that says when you still God isn't work. Yeah, your part is to be obedient and his part, he will right all the wrongs and look at where right. you now you're sharing your story to encourage, inspire and to give hope to those people who cannot even speak up for themselves right now, or maybe younger people who still don't even understand what is happening to them. Right. Or the same how you said in the beginning, I didn't know anything better. I didn't know right and wrong. I thought that what this was. And sometimes that is huge trap that people get into because that's all they know, especially like when they start in as a kid's. So definitely your voice is matter, your life is matter. And so thankful that you're sharing this with us. God is amazing. I do believe prayer is amazing because you just pour out your heart. So honestly, it's not inside of you. For me, it was the most difficult part that for 20 years, I never spoke about my past. I was abused sexually. I was raped. My baby died. I didn't know I was pregnant or didn't know who her father was. And um, I went on drugs. I went through heroin. I was trafficked twice. So I've been like sold in human trafficking into foreign wow. countries. So I have enough trauma to understand that this life is not easy and to have compassion for myself and for others. But before that, I couldn't because I have so much hate in my heart and I carry this, this burden through all of my life until I got saved. 
And honestly, I thought I'm gonna forgive my parents for they didn't protect me. And then end up that when I forgive them, they didn't change. But I changed. I have so much freedom from this burden that it was exciting. I actually rebuilt my relationship with my parents because I felt so loved and so um, redeemed and forgiven. So that's mm-hmm. what forgiveness does. You know, you forgive right. them no matter what they decide. And it's actually for, for your own health and benefit. I would like to talk about your book, Behind Closed Doors and your journal. Sure. So what exactly did you want to know about the book? <laughs> well, tell us, why did you decide to write the book? What was the inspiration? How did you decide to be brave and courageous actually to start sharing your story? And the journal have a huge benefit as well. So I would like yes. you to tell us about this. So with the book four years ago, um, I, I can't remember exactly what I was mad about. I know I hadn't, I was mad that day and that was part of my anger. I've always held in. Um, but again, there's always that 1% that would might trigger me. And so that specific day I sat down and I just grabbed a pen and a piece of paper and just started writing about everything that has happened to me. Um, and as I'm writing, I'm like, you know, I do better expressing myself by putting it on paper. And it took me four years. I'll pick it up, put it down, pick it up, put it down. Um, just whenever I, you know, was in my feelings. Um, so I would write. And then I said, well, let me turn this into a book. <laughs> just put everything out there. So I had to, you were talking about forgiveness. And I had to, before I actually went all the way through with it, I had to know that I had forgiven those who had did me wrong. And I did. And so um, I continued to write. And then earlier this year, I finished up and had it published. But it was important for me because I know there's a lot of people out there who's going through the same thing or who has gone through the same thing. And so if people can read it, you know, I would hope that it would open them up to, you know, talk about it. Um, So the journal comes in because of, you know, releasing all of those inner uh, demons. Again, just me knowing who I am and not being able to really verbalize anything. Um, Like I said, it took me 22 years just to open up to my father, my mom. So the journal, I know, again, there's people that's not verbal and rather writing paper. So um, I thought it'd be a good idea to you know, put the journal together. And it's not an ordinary journal. It's not just, you know, a bunch of lines on paper like you would get at Walmart or the dollar store. In the journal, it has affirmations. It has scriptures. Um, It's a 31-day journal. So you have 31 chances to just sit down and just write whatever it is, you know, that has happened to you or what may be currently going on. And instead of just writing in a regular journal and just tucking it away somewhere where you would hope no one would see it. This one, um, there's actually a promissory note at the beginning of the journal. And there's a space um, that will have the date and a space for a person's name. So if there's someone that you really, really trust and you want them to know, 
instead of verbally saying it, you're going to fill this journal out with their name is already in the front. And you're going to promise yourself to give this journal to them after you're done writing. That will help you not to be so scared to verbalize it. You can actually give it to them, walk away and let them, you know, read what happened. At that point, you know, they're going to come back to you and they're going to talk to you about it. That right there begins healing off top because now you have to talk to them. (laughs) You have to engage and you have to now release all of those demons that you've been holding in for so long, though it's on paper, somebody is going to talk to you now. In there, um, like I said, there's scripture. So every day that you're writing on that page, you're going to read the scripture in hopes that you take that in and then begin to write. So, you know, for me, I would always say, you know, never write out of anger. That's why I have those scriptures and affirmations and they're positive because you don't want to write out of anger. You want to write sharing your story of what's going on, but not in anger, just in hopes of healing. And so um, there's also a note in there from me to the person that's writing. Um, There's positive questions for them, you know, just asking questions about themselves. So yeah, the journal, I believe is, even though my book is my baby, my um, journal to me is the most important than anything. Wow, that's an amazing advice and really struck me. Don't write in anger because honestly, guys, I know it hurts, but nothing we can do about to change it. Right. So hope is definitely very positive to look into the now and the future. Another thing that I really like that you said, not only write, but give it to someone. And guys, make that decision wisely. And that's what bring you peace when you know someone who love you, who you can trust, and you mm-hmm. do have that person. If you say, I don't have anyone like that, you do have, you just have to pause and think there's Thank people God. who are going to help you. This is amazing tool to actually be honest and open, first of all, with yourself. And it's going to take that burden a little bit away. But if you just keep it and not share it, you might be stuck in there too. So that's an amazing next step to actually share with someone because then you're going to have hands to hug you and love you in the right way and help you. And that's amazing how Nisi says that's where the healings begin. I do believe when you pour this out of yourself, you can see clearly that there's hope and that you are not alone and somebody will help you and love you. The next question was that, what can you share with listeners on maybe advice you would give to someone struggling with this right now? Again, you know, just first and foremost, you have to pray. And then you need to forgive those who have harmed you. And, you know, if you can reach out to someone, do that. I'm big on that now. Though I wasn't then, I know what it would do for those who do reach out to someone. And again, if you can't, this journal is perfect for you. But first step is just to pray and forgive. Absolutely. But how about the people who don't know God, who are not Christian? What would you advise Um, for them? 
So, of course, everyone does not know God. And, you know, it's tough for me to explain that because that's all I know. Um, But if you don't, you know, it's just one of those things where you have to sit and talk to yourself. (laughs) I mean, just you have to really talk to yourself and ask, you know, is my life important? What do I need to make myself happy? What do I need to do to make myself happy? Especially if you have children, you know, you don't want to cause any issues and destroy whatever it is you have going on around you or people that you have around you. Um, You have to ask yourself, what's important now? How will this benefit me to release all of what's, you know, what's in me? Again, just to think about your family and yourself. I mean, you just have to just just keep asking that question. Is my life worth it? Yes, it is. And so going towards this journal, once again, if you don't believe in God, I mean, there are scriptures. You may not read them, but just write and give it to someone you, you trust, you know, just to get that out there. I actually wanted to point it out about the scriptures, because when you were saying that, I was thinking, you don't have to be a Christian to read scripture. Right. Because exactly. it's just the truth and the practical advice, but it was from the Bible. You can read right. it just from the book and it can be the same motivational speaking to you and, and something trigger you to actually believe and saying this as an affirmation because truth is truth wherever like right. you're getting that from so don't be afraid of that guys it's very inclusive so you can get that journal and write and actually see hope in that as well it's such a, an amazing tool and thank you for this advice i'm just curious you see looking back over your journey to where are you now would you done anything differently? No, not at all. Um, do I hate what happened to me? Absolutely. Would I go back and change anything? Probably not. And some people might say, oh, you're crazy. You know, why would you want to go back through, you know, the abuse? Well, God used me. And for me to be a firm believer in Christ, I have to know that what he's done was for the benefit of me and the, you know, the good of other people. So if I wouldn't have gone through that, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you for other people to understand, Mm. you know, how important it is to get through things like this and to trust other people. In my book, at the end of the book, it tells everything happens for a reason. Every single thing that goes on in life happens for a reason. Um, and I'm a true believer in what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So, um, going through all of that, it has made me stronger and I would, no, I would not change anything. The only thing that I would change is telling my father everything before he passed. Mm. That's probably the only thing. Um, but other than that, I would absolutely go through it again. I would go through it again. Cause if I, if I didn't have God with me, through it all, then I'm like, no. But again, he's he was with me and I went through it, got through it, and here I am. 
and victorious. Not only yes. that you're survive, you're victorious. What um, didn't kill you, make you stronger. It's actually my stage song now. Oh, wow. <laughs> Because I do believe my mess became my message. And I didn't yes. even think or expect that 20 years later, that's what I'm going to be doing publicly, sharing my story because I thought it was a story of shame, guilt, and condemnation. But now I know it's God's story of salvation. And yep. I truly believe that everything happens for a reason. And how sometimes, like, if you guys don't know God and you think, what kind of God do you believe that allowed you to go through this um, struggle? Why wouldn't he save you if he's so mighty and almighty? Right. And you know what? It has a purpose. And right. for us... And for other people, and the same as you are, I'm looking back and I I cannot even pinpoint anything I would change because it's got me where I am right now. And it's built my character. It's built my personality. It's built who I am. And I love who I am right now. I'm exactly. like crazy for who I am right now. Uh, but when I give my life to Christ because I wasn't a believer for half of my life. And I love that he showed me himself in this kind of way, because I can relate to everything that's been done. And now people who don't know God, he say, God would then forgive me because of this or because of that. You can name it. Mm -hmm. And I can say, well, I was that I was there. I did this. And he still saved me and he blessed me. So guys, if you need hope, look into it. If something's stirring into you, in your heart and you see these two survivors or hear us, we see each other, but you guys hear us. If you hear us and say like, man, those women had an amazing transformation. And I want that too. And reach out to your local church. I'll reach out to us as well. I'm going to put in show notes links to our websites and the uh, emails. If you would like to reach out to Nisa, ask about her book and the journal and her story. Guys, don't wait. Because honestly, it, it's never too late to look for salvation. And there is hope. And there is peace beyond all understanding. Oh, yes. And it's it just so good. Honestly, and I'm so grateful to hear your story because I'm always getting like so excited. I'm excited for any survivor stories. Honestly, I think people are resilient and amazing and we are overcoming. But the difference is I quit heroin by myself twice. I rehab my body twice. I, I did all those things for me by myself, but I couldn't get peace. I never had joy. I never had hope. That's only God in, imprinted in me when I give my life to Christ. That's, yeah. that's where he gave me freedom because my body was healthy, but my mind wasn't. And it was really tormenting me. So that's where the hope and freedom came. And honestly, it took time. If you guys listening right now and you went through trauma, Don't expect it disappear overnight. We sitting right. here 20, 40 years later, and it's still a process. Like Nisi said, 1%. I probably have a few percent still there, but mm -hmm. I know I have still a life, God willing to work on it. 
I'm never going to be perfect, but I'm better than I'm yesterday. So just have grace for yourself and go the pace that you personally need to go and feel comfortable in the fact that you're walking forward. As long as you don't give up, you have hope. Actually, I want to ask you, what are the three lessons you have learned throughout your life that has supported you in becoming the person you are today? As I've said throughout this whole interview, praying, um, forgiveness, and know that I, I mean, I had to know that I myself was valuable. You know, um, I had to know that my life is valuable and that I'm important. No matter how you look at it, I'm important. But forgiveness is the big thing too. And that's, that's gotten me through everything. So that is amazing. Yes. So where can our listeners connect with you online? So I, they can find me on Facebook uh, underneath C. Jordan. Um, I'm on Twitter as well as TikTok and Instagram under I am Nisi J. Um, my website for my book and journal, I am And that's N-E-I-C-E-E-J.com. And then my email address is I am at gmail.com. Um, you can also get my book on Amazon as well. That is awesome. And before I let you go, Nisi, I would like to ask you my signature question. What does love and to be loved means to you? What is love and to be loved mean to me? Um, Love means loving outside of myself. I have to love others no matter what. Even when I didn't love myself, I still needed to love others. Um, And to be loved is just to love me for everything about me. Um, And to love others for everything about them. Good, bad, indifferent love is love so unconditional it should be unconditional um on both sides going giving someone love and receiving awesome there's any final thoughts Nisi? i would just again just um encourage all of those who are going through something to just know that there is hope for anything that you may be going through or have, have gone through it's not the end don't stop pushing. Don't stop trying. Just know that there is someone out there. If you don't believe in Christ, there's someone out there that you can trust, someone you can talk to. You know, don't give up because whatever it is you've gone through or maybe going through, it's not worth being unhappy about. It's just like anything else. You just keep pushing. You may not like your job, but you keep going every day because you have to. So just because you don't like what may have happened to you, keep pushing through because you have to. You are needed here just like everyone else. You're important just like everyone else. That is so beautiful. Thank you, Nisi, for being our guest today. So much insight. And we talked about overcoming mental and physical abuse and being courageous and going after your dreams and about who behind the closed doors and Nisi also has a journal that she has created for those who aren't be able to verbalize their feelings. This is not just an ordinary journal. There are things within the journal that she believes will help you begin the healing process. 
we talk about lessons Nisi has learned along the way and speak up, forgive and pray. She shared the pathway she took to get from these traumatic events. And I always say, learn from those who already overcome it. We never get over it, but we learn how to live with it, not allowing to plague our now. I'm so grateful that you are survived. I am so grateful that you're sharing your story to encourage, inspire, and to give hope. Reach out to Nisi to learn more, guys, and I will post in show notes links to everything was mentioned in this episode. Stay tuned for another edition of Love and Beloved. And thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you all. And thank you, Nisi. So grateful for you and your time. Thank you. And remember, you are never alone. You are loved. You are God's treasure, precious and priceless to Him. Thank you for listening to Love and Be Loved. If you have any questions about what you heard today, visit lovedandbeloved.com. It's love and the letter B with no E, loved.com. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and share the show. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. If you'd like to connect, we would love to hear from you. So send a quick note to linasabula at gmail.com. Stay healthy, stay safe, love, and be loved.